Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody, this is my full moon in Virgo video and and recording that I'm going to do, um, even though it's not technically until tomorrow. Um, as we know, the the incoming energy of any anything planetary starts much more before the event itself. And this week is definitely no exception. I'm definitely not going to go into details on all of the events um, that have transpired over just even in the last week. Forget the last two weeks since the, the new moon, because I could literally do a video on each and every one of those events that probably would be 45 minutes long. So I'm going to try to be succinct. This is going to be a little bit of a different video than you're used to seeing. I'm not going to pull cards today. I'm going to be speaking from the heart, um, which I think is very appropriate for this particular full moon in Virgo. I'm going to give you a little bit of my own testimonial. And inside of that, you're going to learn a little bit about um, some big changes that are going on inside of my work and my process. And hopefully um, be able to get some insight. Now, I'm a channeler um, and a claircognizant, so no matter when I open my mouth to share, spirit is going to speak. And so I have a, a general outline of what I'd like to say, but um, you know how this works. So I'm going to put my faith in the hands of spirit and know that anything that needs to come out is going to come out. The first thing that I'd like to do is just read a couple of quotes that I actually pulled off of uh, foreverconscious.com. There was a write-up there on this particular full moon. And what's interesting is I was guided to this site. I don't even know how I found it. I've never been there before. I've never read her astrology, but there were two quotes on there that just screamed at me. Um, and so I wrote them down in my journal and I'm going to start this video by sharing those things with you. So the first quote was, Virgo's ability to connect with their higher self, listen to the needs of their body, and follow their heart while staying grounded is the gift that is offered to us all under this full moon. Now, I am a Virgo rising, which means that most, so your your sun sign is who you're really learning how to be in this life, and then your your rising sign is is more of who people perceive you to be, um, your outside appearance. And I am a Virgo. Um, and Virgo's most illuminated state, um, they are they are spiritual intellectuals. And and what that means is the um the ability to balance spiritual intelligence, emotional intelligence, and be able to ground that in the material realm. 
a lot of Virgos in their imbalance tend to get stuck inside the head, inside of the, the intellectualism and struggle with the ability to internalize that in a way where they can own it as their own instead of constantly seeking for this external validation. And so in an, an illuminated full moon, um, the, the goddess Virgo is offering us all the opportunity to connect with this full full moon of all of our various kinds of IQ, our spiritual IQ, our emotional IQ, our intellectual IQ. And when we combine all of those things, we are able to raise our LQ, which is our light quotient. And so I, I deeply resonated with that because of the fact that I do think that a lot of us, and especially just in this last week coming out of Mercury retrograde, it was like, coming out of the fog almost, you know, it was like all of these things that had been, been happening. It was stepping back into the light. I, I know for me, I'm not going to go into all of the details today, but I really was in a full hero's journey through this retrograde. It was a dark night of the soul for me and coming out on this light side has, has brought so much clarity and, and really brought some revelations that it's not like they were a complete surprise. It's like there were these little messages that were dropping in here and there, but the full illumination of those really started this week. And I think that the the 222 gateway at the beginning of this week had a lot to do with that, um, really starting to shed light on um, how we're building our lives, the support systems that we have around us, the resources that we're tapping into, and with the triple two, really looking at the the highest good of all of those things, our highest purpose, our highest truth. And if the foundations that we have in our life match those things, and are we in alignment with the things that are around us? And this was another message that I, I wanted to bring through that spirit has dropped in for me the last couple of days, which is the idea of being able to identify relationships in our lives that are codependent. And this doesn't necessarily mean just with people. Codependence shows up in our identity, you know, how we talk, how we behave, um, how we perform we can be very codependent within ourselves and, and codependent with our behaviors and our belief systems. And then of course, life gives us the opportunity to, to mirror um, those things back to us through our relationships. But it becomes very difficult then to sometimes this it's, it's overt behavior versus covert. So this is, this is in essence what spirit was giving to me the the overt codependence that is very visible and then the covert vibrations that isn't very visible and so i do feel like this full moon is also bringing those things into focus and so the the second quote that i want to share with you is this full moon reminds us to keep the faith or maybe discover our faith in a new way is i, I kind of feel like more appropriate to restore our hope and to know that change in any form can always lead us to places we never dreamed of imagining for ourselves. And so change in any form, that was something that that really popped out at me because I have really been in this internal dialogue of overt versus covert things that are good for me or not good for me. And so 
this this week, and it's not just with myself, it's it's inside of client conversations. I'm talking to a lot of people who are having these revelations and these discoveries. And I think that the surprising piece of it is the covert part. That's why it's a surprise. We train our brain to see things based on what we focus on. And we focus on something for enough time it's almost like our brain turns off the ability to see these other things. We have to really challenge ourselves to turn these things on their head, to see things in a new way that might be able to reveal these covert messages, these covert behaviors. Um, and it's because they're less obvious. And sometimes these covert codependent patterns appear as things in our lives that we would never guess that we had developed this energy with, meaning they may be showing up as something that's very light-based and very positive, but the covert pattern underneath of it and the covert vibration beneath it is actually very codependent. And this can be in very high vibrational relationships with people that are beautiful souls and you have a deep heart connection with. It, it doesn't mean you have to get rid of those relationships, but you do have to step back and take a look at potentially some of those vibrations that are hidden beneath the, the positive guys that they're inside of. Okay. And I know this might sound a little confusing. But I'm going to give you an example um, through my own life um, and, and some of the developments that have popped up over really just the last week and a half for me and how it is it is changing my, my business, um, shifting my identity, and really allowing me the opportunity to grow in a direction that I think I've wanted to grow in for a very long time and that is very much a, a reflection of who I am. But I was holding on to these old things because they were who, who I believed myself to be and that they were foundations of my, my spiritual path. And so letting go of those things was never something that I ever even considered would be good for me. And so this is where my testimonial, I hope, will help you. Um, it's a very good example of overt versus covert. So. 10 years ago when I started, well, 11 years ago now, when I started this journey, I, I started actually making women's jewelry, um, empowerment jewelry with gemstones and things like that. And, and it was that part of it that led me to Reiki. So Reiki did not come first. My desire to empower women came first and through vibrational change. And I knew that nature's energetics with crystals could provide a vibration to someone that could potentially help shift their spirit in a positive direction. The only reason I got my hands attuned with Reiki was because of the fact that I wanted to bring those crystals into their full power. So when I got my hands attuned, it was something that I had never experienced before. That sensation, that feeling of having my hands opened changed my life and changed the direction of my life. So I got attuned and became a Reiki master. But still, under all of that, it was still the desire to coach and mentor and teach others how to live a heart-centered life. That has, from the day one, that has been my goal inside of my practice. 
And over the years, it's been developing processes and, and teaching myself and, and exposing myself to how the brain works versus how the heart works and how the body works inside of those things, the emotional field, the mental field, the, the physical manifestation of those energies. And so this is where my passion has always been. And the hands-on healing through Reiki and angelic healing has always been a natural fit inside of that. And it became very much of who I was, even the people, you know, when, when people would say, well, what do you do? Well, I'm a, I'm a healer. I'm a hands-on healer. And so this became part of who I was. My medical intuition developed out of that practice. The, the deepening of my ability to coach and counsel through spirit came from that practice. And then my study of the body, the chakras, the nerve ganglia, the, the way that the mind and the brain power the body and the spiritual nature of our endocrine system, all of these, these things, these desires to learn more about how our bodies work, all started with hands-on healing for me. And it was a gift the and is a gift of mine to be able to put hands on another and be able to give them some relief from their discomfort and to activate their light body in a new way that allows them to see life in a different way and get clarity in a new way and this was something that i put on a pedestal for myself now Going back to the very beginning, as soon as I began this work, putting my hands on others and and using this gift to heal, my body never was really um, happy with it, never truly okay with it. I actually started experiencing health issues right out of the gate when I became a, a Reiki healer. And so it was this constant journey of learning how to protect myself, how to clear my own energy, how how to care for myself in a way that would allow me to provide this service to other people without it bringing harm to my own energy bodies. And so, you know, being attuned through Reiki was the first step. And then that wasn't working anymore as far as protection for myself. And then I went into the Seraphim Blueprint and that took care of everything for, for a very long time. But my body was never really happy with doing this work. And I never looked at it. I never really looked at it. You know, it was... It was something that was always part of my consciousness. I understood that that was an occupational hazard, but it wasn't something that I was willing to look straight in the face. And so I kept going and I would find new holistic ways to treat my body. I, I met some amazing integrative doctors and alter, alternative practitioners. And um, in this journey, I learned more and more about the nervous system, about the endocrine system, about the energetics of our body. So it was all on purpose. It was all on purpose. It, it led me deeper into my, my intelligence in all of these things and gave me new opportunities to help my clients by finding new modalities that matched into this new way of thinking for me. And so it supported itself, even though from the very beginning, there was a codependent relationship with this technique inside of my process, it served itself. And so I continued on. And continued to know in the back of my mind that this was not good for my body, but that I couldn't put it down because it was who I was. And it was an integral part of my practice. And so coming through the years, I have found other ways 
to figure out how to detour that bigger truth that was at the, at the, the foundation of um, what I'm learning and have learned are uh, a lot of my my health issues. 2020 obviously was a very unique year for a lot of us um, with lots of different revelations, lots of growth and lots of stress. And so, you know, I it wasn't a surprise to me that my body had started to break down. But what was really interesting to me was this dynamic and duality of the the immense amount of light quotient growth I was doing inside of my life, self-discovery, self-care, you know, all of these different things, like bringing my emotional and spiritual intelligence to a new level, opening my gifts on a new level. These were all positive things, incredibly positive things, but my health kept declining. And so it was this question of, but I don't understand. I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything I know how to do. Everything that's right here in my face, I'm looking at it and I'm making changes. That's the overt, right? The things that are so obvious that we can't not look at it, that we can't not focus on those things. Meanwhile, in the background, this covert truth and codependence was building and building and building. So the deeper I built this internal path and the, the, the more I committed to raising my light quotient, and becoming more of a light-based internal being, the more my external stuff started to show up. It got to the point where in the month of January, especially descending into retrograde, and this happens to me all the time because Mercury is a big player in my chart, I went into pretty much the beginning of what would be a chronic autoimmune problem. I also have Lyme's and that started to pop up again. It was this extreme frustration of, I don't understand. I don't understand spirit. I'm doing everything that's right. Why is this happening to me? Why is this still happening? And so here's the, the covert. And thank God I have these amazing people in my life that help guide me. I, I wanted the, the, there's also overt and covert advice, isn't there? You know, the overt advice, the people that are coming at you and saying, well, you should do this. You should do that. You should do this. Um, it's wonderful to have people that have knowledge that potentially can help point you in a new direction to learn or try. But sometimes that advice, as much as it's coming from a place of love is more about that person trying to say, well, see, I told you so, um, versus a person helping to illuminate the things that, are, that you already know, that helps support you in a decision-making process because they bring the best out in you. Not because they need to know that their ego is better than yours. Now, obviously, that's not always an overt conscious thing either, coming from that person. So this is what this full moon is, is about. It's about, okay, so spirit's giving me the, the symbolism of the, the Wizard of Oz, right? It's like the overt Wizard of Oz is the big floating head, right? The, the big thing that your brain is choosing to see right in front of you. I am the voice of Oz, you know, it's like God, what we perceive as the God voice. 
And then meanwhile, behind the curtain, there's this little guy back there pulling levers and, you know, doing all this stuff. And we never even thought to look behind the curtain to find the real truth of, of what's happening in front of our face. And my very, very good friend, a very gifted, intuitive and psychic medium, Megan Sandstead, who has always been uh, an echo of my inner voice for me. And she said, she was one of the first ones to tell me years and years ago when we first met that my work was making me sick, that here we are again, having the same conversation. And it was something that I knew inside of myself. I knew it. And even my process inside of the, how I worked had started to eliminate the table work. By the time I would get to an end of a session, I had about 10 minutes to put somebody on the table. And it almost been become an afterthought. So once I was able to look at all of this and lay it all out in front of me, especially these covert pieces, it all made sense. It suddenly everything fell into place. But it was very hard for me to really come to terms with this thing that was so beautiful, this beautiful gift that potentially I might have to change my relationship with that. And put that down. Can I, I can't even explain to you the grief that came out of that. This, this feeling of almost having to, to shift my identity that started this path for me. And, and look at a deeper truth that had been trying to speak to me for a long time. But all my ego kept seeing was if you stop doing hands-on healing, then you're not an angelic healer anymore. You're not a Reiki healer anymore. So how are you going to help people? If you can't do this thing, then you can't work anymore. That was my, what my ego was saying to me inside of that codependent behavior with this thing that really was not good for me from the very beginning, but it was my gift. So I had to persevere. I had to push through it. Now, like I said, I don't regret a moment because it taught me so many things. But when it came down to the full transparency, that moment when it was a perfect storm of my support systems, I had reached out to people. I had started talk therapy. I was having some really beautiful energy work done with some brilliant people. I, I was getting the support from some of my closest friends that know my soul and aren't afraid to speak truth to me. That was my truth, not theirs, mine. All of those things I magnetized in. None of that was by accident. It was my time to know these things. And this was the illumination that I was given coming out of my dark night of the soul. I had to go into that place. I had to go into that place of not being well mentally, not being well in my body, of having to go into a place where I had to reevaluate re everything, go into the shadow, because that's where the covert things hide is in the shadow and come to realize that it was time. It was time to allow myself to go into this full rebirth that was trying to happen and no better time, right? As we move towards this full moon, that is the final full moon of our lunar calendar. So there's real resolution in that. It's the technically on the calendar. It's our last full moon of the winter season. 
before we go into the spring equinox. And we're also moving into an RN resurrection season. So we are at a point right now where these gifts are literally just sitting there, just sitting there waiting to be discovered. Even if they've been covert and hidden for all this time, even posing as something that for all intents and purposes, we felt was good and of the light. It's like the illusionist, right? Or the, the magician that's standing on the front of the stage and all you're seeing is him and that sleight of hand that makes the illusion beneath it, the truth of what's going on, covert. Because you're only focusing on the overt. When perhaps what we need to see is the anatomy of the trick, the anatomy of the illusion, so we can really get into where our truth lies. The things that maybe we haven't been able to see or haven't wanted to look at because of our attachment to them. It's the feel good said it, the, the 911, the emergency contacts, the people that we keep around, the things we keep around, the, the, the things that are our the parachute plan, right? Like the the fallback. I don't I, I don't really it's not the best thing for me, but I'm gonna keep it around just just in case. And there is codependence in that. And so I decided to change my practice. Does that mean that I'm not an angelic healer anymore? No, it doesn't. It just means that my methods are going to change and my process is going to change and it's going to be better for me, which means it's going to allow me to offer more to those that I work with. And I'm excited about that. The universe responded immediately with validations that blew me away and new assignments started dropping in because I had finally made space for that to happen. And it was not, it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made because of my, my attachment to that piece of myself and the piece of my work. And I also found myself protecting my energy in new ways that I, I never had before. And it became this understanding too, that, you know, as people started challenging me, well, maybe you're not protecting yourself well enough. You know, maybe, maybe you need to do more. Maybe you need to do, no. I, I'm, I, I decided too, that I'm done with the mentality that I always have to be in battle, that I'm always fighting for the next thing. When the answer has been in front of me for a long time to just sit in who I am and in my own light and just be there and to put down my sword and to take off my armor. And to know that I actually maybe for the first time have sovereignty over my, my body, my mind, my heart. And inside of that, a new version of faith and trust is blooming for me that is very different than what I'm used to. I am a spiritual warrior. I'm a double Aries. I go into battle. But I'm also starting to understand the covert codependent relationship I have with that. And so 
when we start to really look at the possibilities of putting things down, you make space for such brilliant new beginnings that just like this quote says, we've never even dreamed of imagining for ourselves because we were courageous enough to make that change because we were courageous enough to see a new level of truth that maybe we hadn't explored before. And this doesn't mean that all of our relationships have to end, that we have to hide ourselves away in a hole because we can't figure out the difference, right? Between the overt and the covert. When we're ready to see it, it'll reveal itself just like it did for me. And I do think that the energy of this full moon building towards this full moon in Virgo um, is really allowing us the opportunity to see things in a new way that we haven't been able to before. And some of you are already in this process. You've, you've had the revelation and now you're struggling with what to do about it. And that's okay because this is where we flex the muscles of our spiritual intelligence, our emotional intelligence, our intellect, our, our legit IQ, as far as our brain is concerned, and adding all of those things together to create a more light-based being, uh, a higher vibrational path, and the ability to start truly co-creating and manifesting the intentions you've been setting for a long time. Because these covert things sometimes are the things that are standing in between us and having our external lives match what we're trying to do inside. And it's all in divine time. But I, I suppose as a, as a intuitive counselor and coach, I do challenge you at this time to take a deeper look at the things that have been going on for you, for the, especially in this last month. What things are starting to tie themselves together? Pieces of the puzzle that are starting to fall into place. And then really, really starting to look at who you have in your life and how they support this process for you. Those few people that you have in your life that have no problem really helping you to, to see your truth in a new way. And also allowing yourself to go into the emotionality of this, the, the grief around sometimes these, these big changes. I, I am experiencing it myself. And it's not a, it's not an instantaneous process. Yes, making a decision can happen in one day. The consequences of that decision then unpack themselves for a, a much longer time after that. But what it does is it starts to make space for these new things to show themselves. And it's the only way that we can really move forward and stop repeating old patterns is to discover that one little missing piece of the puzzle that was covert for all this time that has maintained a vibration in our external world 
that it's like us just running full speed into this brick wall over and over and over again and not allowing ourselves to complete that cycle. And so I am my my absolute prayers um, for all of you and the blessings of this full moon is to start to be able to open your eyes in a new way that isn't just about the head, that is also about the heart and the combination of those two intelligence together and then the courage to ground it into this dimensional experience because then you can actually bring change into your life and to others. So I am going forward um, with my, for those of you who are our clients of mine or uh, potential clients, um, I wanted you to all hear it from me, um, why this change had, had happened and how excited I am about this new chapter in my work and in my, in my life. Um, that's going to open up new opportunities for me to learn new things and grow my process in, in new ways and be more authentically me um, and my gifts, helping to stretch myself in new ways, which will also allow me to stretch you in new ways inside of coaching and your healing process. And so if you have any questions, you absolutely please reach out. I'm happy to um, answer those questions or address those concerns. Um, but I hope you'll, you'll stay with me on this journey as I start to dip into these new areas that are now suddenly calling for my attention. And the, the intuitive counseling will still be there. The medical aspect will still be there. The healing aspect is absolutely still there. But I think that this new focus for me has really solidified that my desire has always been to help you find a heart-centered way of living your life because when we can do that, we can heal our own lives. And that's my intention is to provide potentially some tools and some direction so you can find your healing path and, and, and heal yourself. Become more reliant and trusting on your inside voice and your connection to your higher self and not the reliance of always having to tune in to someone else's higher self to find out where you need to go. And so my practice is going to be much more focused on empowering you to do your own work than to always rely on an external source to do the healing work for you that potentially is covert and needs your attention to heal yourself. And so I love you all dearly. Thank you for taking this time to listen um, and blessings and light and, and so much healing and visibility and illumination um, for this absolutely gorgeous full moon that's bathing us all to really bring um, a whole new level of rebirth in this season of resurrection. So I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you again here soon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. 
You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.